Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Blows to the Biden agenda. As long as I have a breath in me, I'm going to be fighting. Drivers wanted. The American trucker carries our country. Djokovic visa revoked. A judge has delayed the deportation at least until a new hearing is held on Sunday. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Key setbacks for President Biden as the Supreme Court blocked his vaccine mandate for large businesses and two senators in his own party effectively derailed efforts to pass voting rights legislation. CBS's Nancy Cordes is at the White House. It started with voting rights. The president made his case in person on Capitol Hill, and yet two moderate Democrats remained unmoved, refusing to support a change to Senate rules that would make it easier for Democrats to pass major voting reform that Republicans oppose. Arizona's Kirsten Cinema is one of the two Democratic holdouts. I will not support separate actions that worsen the underlying disease of division infecting our country. The next blow came from the Supreme Court, which struck down the administration's new OSHA rule requiring workers at large companies to either get vaccinated or get routinely tested. The court's conservative majority wrote that the OSHA rule is a significant encroachment into the lives and health of a vast number of employees. Republicans cheered. The mandate was a massive overreach by the government. No money today for millions of people with no deal to extend the child tax credits that were in President Biden's coronavirus relief package. CBS's Catherine Herridge tells us 11 members of the far-right extremist group known as the Oath Keepers, including leader Stuart Rhodes, face the most serious charges yet in the investigation into the Capitol attack. Rhodes and 10 co-defendants are accused of a months-long conspiracy to oppose by force the transfer of presidential power. Thomas O'Connor was an FBI agent with the Joint Terrorism Task Force for almost 23 years. We never brought a charge of sedition. It is extremely serious, the highest level. Prosecutors allege the Oath Keepers marched in two stack formations to breach the building. 
It's alleged one team headed toward the Senate chamber and a second team went in search of House Speaker Pelosi. Pandemic side effects include a supply chain crisis and a shortage of truckers. CBS's Errol Barnett has more on the federal effort to shift gears. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg spoke to CBS News as his agency announces new efforts to bolster the number of truckers. More than $32 million for states to improve the commercial driver's licensing process. Over 100 companies committing to expand trucking apprenticeship programs and a task force to investigate predatory truck leasing. We've got to recruit more people into the job and we've got to keep them there. Drivers have been fleeing in droves with yearly turnover hitting 90% in parts of the trucking industry. For a second time, tennis star Novak Djokovic has encountered a blistering return down under. Australia's immigration minister used his discretionary power to cancel the Serbs' visa. It's led to an emergency appeal, but the directions hearing has adjourned with no clear decision. The judge will take submissions from both sides for the next several hours, but admits anti-vax policies are a matter for the federal court. That means a court transfer will delay proceedings. Right now, Djokovic is not in detention, but he could eventually when he's interviewed by immigration officers this weekend. Scott Mayman for CBS News, Brisbane, Australia. Here at home, a storm system's gathering steam. CBS's Lonnie Quinn says today and tomorrow it'll bring snow to the central part of the country, then charge up the east coast. We have snow as far south as Jackson, Mississippi, and that stretches all the way up to places like North Carolina or so. The icing is taking place from Atlanta into Raleigh. By Sunday night, we have snow falling from Atlanta to portions of Pennsylvania, and I think the biggest totals of all, we are going to find western North Carolina, western Virginia, upstate New York. Today, North Korea fired what appeared to be a pair of short-range ballistic missiles, the third weapons launch by the country in the past two weeks. Outside Britain's Windsor Castle, the talk is about Prince Andrew being stripped of his royal duties and military titles while he faces a U.S. civil lawsuit for sexual assault. He's going to have to stand up in some form of court and answer some questions. He really should be treated the same as any other person. The Queen will rise above it. She's been around for a very long time and she's an extremely wise and sensible lady. An Illinois judge who reversed an 18-year-old's rape conviction saying 148 days in jail is plenty has been pulled from criminal cases by an administrative judge. Robert Adrian will now handle small claims and probate. It's back in the pool for a legal matter in L.A. Last week, a judge threw out a lawsuit brought by a man who, as a four-month-old, was naked in the water on Nirvana's Nevermind album. Spencer Eldon claimed it amounted to child pornography. He's now filed an amended version of that lawsuit. Well, there's no dispute over the song American Pie. It hit number one 50 years ago tomorrow, the start of an enduring legacy. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. In the middle of 1971, there began to be some chatter about a new song that would become a classic. I can't get it out of my head, even though I can't sing it right. The legendary folk singer Pete Seeger was talking about it. Long, long time ago. Today, hundreds of millions know what that song sounded like when it was finally released. Don McLean says the famous opening and the chorus came first. And then I waited about three months, and I figured out what I was going to do and just wrote the whole thing in about an hour. Anthony DeCurtis is with Rolling Stone magazine. It describes a history that means so much to people, you know, beginning 
with the plane crash that killed uh, Buddy Holly. In the song, Buddy Holly's death is memorialized as the day the music died, but McLean plays down the meaning of other lyrics. If I had wanted to say the king was Elvis, I would have said Elvis, but I didn't. And that mystery, says Anthony DeCurtis, is part of the song's enduring appeal. People are participating in the ongoing writing of of American Pie. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Some might call this kid song annoying, but you can't argue with the numbers. Baby Shark has hit a new milestone, 10 billion views on YouTube. And you can probably blame your kids for it because it's actually the only video on the site to reach that record. The song, which was masterminded by an educational company in South Korea, debuted in 2016. But it didn't become a viral sensation here in the U.S. till 2019. At one point, it even made the Billboard Top 40. And now it seems we can't get rid of it. Monica Ricks, CBS News. The crowdfunding platform GoFundMe has signed a deal to buy the nonprofit fundraiser Classy. Under the terms, Classy will be a subsidiary and the two companies will operate separately under the GoFundMe CEO. That's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.